All right, Mike. We are back, baby. So excited. We're back. Welcome to Watchers on the Couch Westworld Edition. We are back for Westworld Season 4, obviously, because I said it's Westworld Edition. Um, I'm Tim. And I'm Mike. And we are discussing Episodes 1 and 2. Episode 1 is called Auguries. I don't remember what Episode 2 was called. Oh, uh, I do know that one. And then it's... Uh, well off alone or something well like enough that? alone well enough that's alone. what it was yes absolutely yeah. so we're going to uh we're going to talk about some stuff we're going to talk about episode one we're going to do a little break then we're going to talk about episode two we've got some clips to share we've got some community uh we've got a returning segment that i'm very excited for um, so let's get into it. No spoilers yet, Mike, but so far, episodes one and two, initial thoughts. What'd you think? How do you feel about the show? Okay. Uh, I definitely have my, it hit me again with this show as far as like the background music, just constantly blasting. It seems actually worse this season than any of the other seasons, but that's probably just me. I didn't notice that at uh, all. I definitely noticed season or episode one more than two but yeah i don't know i know that's the thing for you and i definitely remember it in parts of season three i think it might be your tv mike (laughs) because it doesn't seem that bad to me nah it's just the way my brain works how how it uh, handles uh noise it's that misophonia misophilioma makes me crazy when i hear uh other uh excess noise happens at work too it's hard for me it's actually hard for voices like if there's like a lot of loud machinery running, other people have like fucking normal conversations, but like, it's, it's really <laughs> difficult for me to like hear, like I have to, I'm like, speak louder. Like I can't hear you. Cause my brain is like focusing on that other, all that other background noise, like sure. more than it should be. I don't know. It's yeah. It's unfortunate. It sounds, but as far as the episodes go, besides all that crap, the actual content of it, it's it's okay. It hasn't been too bad, but I, it hasn't excited me at all. Like I feel it rather slightly bland, but I d- I wouldn't say it's bad or anything. Right. I just it just feels a little slower burn, or I'm just I don't it know. It feels like. I'm looking for. I'm still looking forward to the uh, the rest of the yeah, season. It, you know, for me, it was. I'm back in. For sure. Um, every, every, But when it starts every season, I'm back in. And I was, yeah. I'm a known season two apologist. I loved season two. A lot of people <laughs> don't like it. A lot of people thought it was way too convoluted. I followed it just fine. Season three was not as good, but it ends in such a crazy way that you were expecting this season to start off with a bang. And instead, it's kind of like a reboot of the entire show. And I'm here for it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it does kind of feel that way. As far as like a kind of a reboot. Um let's start off with some fun stuff before we start talking about season uh or episode 1, the auguries. Apparently at the whatever the premiere uh party that HBO has for Westworld and things like that, the uh old HBO PR department was at it and they were asking stars of the show what park they would like to go visit if they were real parks and oh boy 
Uh, let's get into some of that. This is this is the first clip. These are all from Instagram stories from HBO Max's Instagram, and some of them cut off a little soon. And I'm missing one. I'm definitely missing one that has James Marsden in it. But uh, okay. The first thing that popped in my head was Succession, but I have no idea what kind of theme park that would be. Maybe. Except just this stepping on people. Evan Rachel Wood so wanting know, to visit Succession like world. Ride is just like. How much money can I make? How many people I can step on? Um, Evan, hmm. my friend. That's the real world. Just go outside. Yeah. <laughs> You're already there. <laughs> you just have to be the person involved. Just become a politician. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like right at the beginning of this clip, you can get a quick frame of the James Marsden one that I'm missing. Uh, he wants to go to Curb Your Enthusiasm World. Uh, this right. next clip is you go with the classic go with the sopranos you go over to jersey yeah that's bernard bernard wants to go to sopranos <laughs> world wants to go over to jersey oh wow yeah i just love going to jersey <laughs> that's the most creative thing I guess. i'm sorry as george carlin says take her where kiss her where it smells take her to new jersey world <laughs> we got luke hemsworth coming up here oh, who stubs who as far as i know is still chilling in a bathtub in this timeline um he uh he wants to do game of thrones uh, game of thrones is obviously i mean anything with dragons you know, I guess. so you can barely pick out that he's a hemsworth like there's only a slight australian accent that he's given off there i think he's like i don't know if he's yeah. like i haven't seen many uh interviews with uh hemsworth the lesser we'll call him because he's probably the least popular hemsworth um so I don't know if he does like a Christian Bale thing where if he's in England or something, he uses his natural British accent. But anytime he's doing a interview in America, he uses an American accent. Huh. But okay. uh, yeah, if you ever notice the uh, Christian watch Christian Bale interviews, because it's like depending on like when he's doing the Batman interviews, he's always doing an uh, American accent. <laughs> okay. Aaron, good for, oh, good you. for you. How was it? <laughs> uh it's fucking distracting aaron paul who plays caleb yeah i would say westworld oh would you westworld it's very original hmm. no that's fine yeah he's uh he's not known for being creative in fact <laughs> oh i think by doing that i just uh cut off the clip we have to keep going yeah go yeah bernard I mean, every time I listen to Aaron Paul, I'm just. <laughs> that one's my favorite. Ed Harris, <laughs> Westworld. Like that one cuts off. Uh, you get this. You can see a good shot of his face in the third clip that I'm about to play. But you can tell Ed Harris is just uh -huh. like he's over that shit. It's like, what the fuck, man? I'm a prolific actor. Don't ask me yeah. these stupid ass questions. I've been in The Rock. I've been in. Uh, oh, what do you call it? Always be closing. Glenn Gary, Glenn, Glenn Ross. Um. <laughs> Milk money. money. Top Gun 2. <laughs> Top Gunner. <laughs> He's like, don't ask me these dumb bullshit questions. I'm 70 years old. I don't have time for this shit. I'm not going to... You walked into the wrong goddamn interview, soldier. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to Sopranos world. Fuck your... Fuck the Sopranos. Fuck mob stuff. Martin Scorsese can kiss my ass. You don't see me in Godfather. You don't see me in Heat or The Irishman. He's like, I'm, I'm over that shit. Don't ask me dumb questions. Clip three. This is probably 
probably not a good one because I don't know what the Sopranos theme park would be, but I think I'd love to spend more time with those characters. Definitely Game of Thrones. You gotta get to the throne, the real throne. I just think like hacks right away. The real throne. The real throne in the fake the real throne in the fake world. You gotta go to Game of Thrones. Mike, what world would you go to? Well, are they're actually being asked what like HBO show they would probably I'm, Well, go they're to, obviously right? Because they're only answering HBO shows, HBO I don't know what shows. Is, but no, uh, I don't know. We've asked each other this question before. If it was only HBO shows, and then oh, if it was only yeah, let's, HBO let's pretend shows, we're sponsored by HBO. Oh shit! Oh, Westworld, okay. I guess. Well, then, uh, <laughs> Westworld, I guess. <laughs> what? I think I would do. Actually, I guess so. I don't. I can't think of other HBO shows that like besides Game of Thrones. But I don't think I'd want to go to freaking Game of Thrones. It's, that sounds it does awful. Sound awful. That and like you have to remember the fact that Westworld is re- you can't have anything that actually has magic because they don't have the technology for magic. <laughs> like you can't. You can get <laughs> you can get shot yeah. by a fake host gun. It's not going to kill you. If a host hits you with a sword, you're fucked, bro. <laughs> They're not making robot dragons breathing <laughs> fire at you. That would be a bad time. Like, at best, at best, I would go beyond the wall and I would hang out in the John Snow Cave all the time. Oh, yeah. And you hang, hang out with yeah. Rose out there? First show <laughs> got canceled. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, probably did it. The, what the was that? Uh, wife, time yeah, Traveler's uh, Wife or something? Uh, apparently didn't do good. They, uh, I saw today that it was canceled. I haven't watched it yet. And I guess now I won't because it's canceled. <laughs> I haven't watched it either. I, I I thought about maybe watching it if I didn't have a whole lot of stuff to watch, but uh, I probably won't be watching it. To watch. Okay, so yeah. we've got. Let's go to Westworld. Westward is how somehow my my notes <laughs> app auto corrected that. I don't know why. Um, but we start off with William, the Man in Black, presumably the host uh, version of the man in black. Cause when last we saw him, he got his throat slit and is presumed dead by Hale Loris. But uh, yeah. Uh, okay. What the fuck? Well, we'll get to that. We can, I guess, get to that for fucking next episode, yeah. but yeah, that's, yeah, that yeah, seems yeah. a little silly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he wants to he buy wants some to, damn bait. He's going to buy the, he's going to buy the Hoover dam. <laughs> um, this is where we get some interesting information. So he's, he wants to buy the Hoover dam. Well, he's offering to buy the Hoover dam. Otherwise he's going to get it for free tomorrow. Um, he's trying <laughs> yep. to get data that's stored at the Hoover dam. I don't know why we're storing data at the Hoover dam when there's decentralized data and the blockchain exists in this time period, because everybody can. It's pretty it's wet so out wet. there too. It's kind of corrosive. Wet. <laughs> when you think of the Hoover Dam, you think wet. Yeah. Um, but William says he's after some data that was stolen from him eight years ago. So, so we're we're talking about host talking data, about host yes, data. or I mean, uh, uh, not host data. Talking Client about data. Uh, host, uh, the yeah. visitor data, guest data, Client, yeah, yeah, guest data. There it is. So. Yeah, yeah. It's either guest to, or they're, or they're not talking about the sublime, yeah, that's the right? Other thing I can think of. Now we've seen in the preview, so we've seen, or maybe it's both. But I thought like 
those were two different things and were two different places. Like the data. Yeah, I don't for know. Things. I don't remember what the maze is supposed was supposed to lead to. If that was supposed to lead to the the host data or the sublime. I think it was supposed to lead to the sublime because the host data. Okay. That already went to Roboham, right? That's what they built Rehoboam off of. Off yeah. the guest data. Guest data, right. not host data, yeah? It'd be or the guest data both. because it, they, they're predicting sense. what you are. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess it would be the Sublimes. And so, so I originally thought it was the guest data, but we saw in the preview of the, for the whole season that the sublime ends up at the Hoover Dam. So I'm guessing the sublime is at the Hoover Dam. Yeah, in theory, that's yeah. It's a it's a big jump. We don't but, even know what's excuse me. Yeah. We don't even know what's going on. Like this could be a weird time thingy. But we're we've uh, in between seasons one and two, we actually get a sense of the time period that we're setting place in that I don't think we've ever had before in the show. So, yeah, data was stolen eight years ago. That puts it at about the time of season two. It's been seven years since the end of season three. And in that time, Maeve's been a hermit. And she's been hunted by William. Apparently, like, so we leave we leave season three with Maeve and Caleb on the bridge saying, in this new world, you can be whatever the fuck you want. Obviously, that doesn't appear to be true for Caleb because Caleb just goes back to being whatever he was and falling into old habits, which kind of reminds me of the uh, the end of season two when they uh, meet uh, Ben Barnes's character um, and he's got the uh, he's got the book. And it's like basically people are humans are only like 15 lines of code or something like that. They're actually not they're nowhere mm-hmm. near as complexes. You think they are, and even Caleb's uh, Caleb's coworker said, "Dude, nothing's changed. Like over the past seven years, it, it just told you who you are, to who you already were or always were, and that's it." So yeah. seven years of rebellion, and <clears throat> nobody takes the rebellion seriously. Like there's no sense that there's a re- there will rebellion even happen. Even his wife, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't feel like anything even happened. Like, I don't know. Uh, okay. So, I guess uh, off-screen war. war. Even his <laughs> wife, who's kind of a lame character, because it's that, it's that, like, trope of, oh, yeah, some shit happened. And it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you're, you're being paranoid. <laughs> don't worry about it. Stay here and do hook. nothing. Like, that kind of character. It's like, ah, oh, come on. Yep. But okay. But also, they have a seven-year-old uh-huh. daughter, so that means they must have met during the revolution. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck apparently the deal is with the wife. I don't like her. Uh, yeah. Oh, you you you're just. I don't think uh, you're afraid of war. I think war. you just miss it. <laughs> but apparently, during that during that whole revolution, they were going up against William which is not like there's no real establishment of that in season three, because obviously he gets his throat cut. Um, oh, one second. I'm trying to see something here. I have a weird. You think they were going up That's against what they, I mean, William? William sent 
William sent the hosts after both Maeve and Caleb because she hacked into uh, Colonel Brigham's brain after she cut his head off and saw that that was mm-hmm. it's it's William sending goons after him and it said and they made it seem like yeah but that didn't have anything I to do don't with the know war if that's true right? because there's a whole lot of stuff that happens with between Caleb and Maeve during that time period that we haven't seen yet. And it seems to establish the fact that they, there was some confrontations with William during that time period. Well, okay. So that was something I was a little confused about as far as like Maeve, when she was like meditating or whatever, or in her little trance, Mm -hmm. when she took the power out that she sees Caleb and like, he looks like he's dying. I thought, I thought I was like, wait, can, is she like predicting the future? But no, I believe that was in the past. That mm-hmm. was during like the robot wars. Type That's of what thing, I'm assuming. Right. Is that how you saw it? Right. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. Cause especially when they're talking in the car, it sounded more like, you know, they know each other fairly well, uh, I guess that's in episode two mm-hmm. when they're talking or whatever, but because uh, he asks her about, you know, was he alone? Was she alone when he uh, she was in her cabin or whatever and stuff? And he was like, "Oh man, if you told me, uh, what you know, sure. been there?" Or, you know, I don't know. Just sounded sounded like uh, you know they spent a little more time together mm-hmm. than what we saw. So yeah, it seems like we have some flashbackies from Maeve. It seems like Caleb gets killed or grievously wounded. Uh, but then we see him in his dead end job again. Um, and that brings us to our returning segment. It's the Chris Nays audio minute. And I'm very excited. That this is back. Let's see what Chris Nays had to say about episode one. Uh, Hey, uh, is this the, um, what's the name of this podcast again? Oh, I'm, listen, not very long time, but first time caller here, uh, Chris Nays. <laughs> With your um, Chris Nays minute, I suppose. Uh, kind of put it on the spot here. Didn't realize I was going to be doing this, but, you know. So, anyway, the only uh, real commentary I have on this episode, I noticed at one particular moment, Caleb was, I guess, maybe taking his lunch break, or maybe after a long day at work, he decided, well, I'm just going to sit on the side of this skyscraper with my legs dangling off of it. Literally, that would never happen. Nobody's going to sit on the side of a skyscraper with their feet hanging off of it, thinking about all the bad shit that has happened to them. Why would you sit there? <laughs> that's that's all I have to say on this telephone call. Uh, I'll take my answer off the air. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Chris. The Chris Nays minute. I love it. What do you think, all Mike? Right. you think people don't uh, sit on skyscrapers with your legs dangling off? Aren't there famous pictures of people doing that? No, I didn't know. Well, back in the day, but like nowadays, you'd probably be fired. Like if anybody saw you doing that. So yeah, lots, lots, lot, lot more safety uh, regulations Uh going on on construction sites. So maybe if you had a harness on, you know, and he had a yo-yo, maybe he could, uh, yeah. But even then, no, probably not. I mean, iron workers, though, if he was an iron worker, I would say maybe. Okay. Well, maybe he would. There do you that. go. There you have it. 
Uh, Chris, I agree with you. And uh, thanks for contributing once again. We were hoping that I was hoping to get Chris on this episode, but uh, he uh, he's not set up for a remote recording and he wanted to do it in person. And as you can see, my studio is not set up to do that anymore. But maybe maybe we'll do an in-person recording right. sometime soon. Maybe a uh, maybe a season finale. Mm-hmm. Season finales are easier to do an in-person recording for because they don't they're not as time sensitive. That's one of the things with this format of show is you have to get you have to do the episode and get it out in a timely fashion because there's, you're under the gun for the next episode. But season finales, you can take your time a little bit. So maybe a supersized season finale for yeah. Westworld season four as we gear up. For Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. Meow, 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 iconic intro as that. I don't think so. No? Meow, 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 Speaking of intros, we got a title sequence update this season. Uh, yeah. Yep. Got some flies. We got a real... Yep. Like human skeleton mm-hmm. instead of a robot skeleton, and instead of milky stuff, they got mm-hmm. like smoky milk, milk smoke. We've got human beings in like this kind of Roaboam hive-looking chamber that are on fire and uh, not happy. Yeah, or it looks like it looks like oh, fly yeah, eyes yeah. to me. You know, like the very, very, op- very, very, very beginning of the opening. Yeah, it kind of looks like a Roboam, but it looks more like a, like on the left side of the screen, it looks like a fly's eye. And then it looks like they kind of, in a, in a sense, zoom in on it, like later through the intro. And then there's people in the eyes and they're touching the wall to each contact. other and mm-hmm. like a lot of mirroring again. So, yeah. yeah, so speaking of flies, we skipped that part, or I skipped that part when we were uh, talking about Willem at the uh, at the very wet data center. It is important. Yes, it's important. So Let's talk about it. Apparently, William, who I guess must be host William, because he's got uh, these new toys. He's got these flies that uh, swarm around mm-hmm. and infect human beings and make them do whatever you want them to do. Introducing a bug into the human programming, as it were, and uh, makes you uh, mm. makes you stab people. So, yeah, that's cool. Lord of the Flies. Cool. I hate bugs. So, would you think that? Uh, I wonder how. I wonder how. I do wonder how that would work. Or I guess in this show, it probably Whatever doesn't you guess matter whatsoever until you <laughs> accidentally stumble gonna... into something. You know, but they probably won't really explain it that much. I mean, which whatever, mm-hmm. that's fine. That's what I expect from the show. But I was, I wonder if it's like they carry nanobots or something like that. Why would you need nano? Why would you need flies nanobots? For your nanobots? <laughs> uh, to get them to you, you to get them to a specific person, and not every person. Oh, yeah. But if you don't want, if you if you want to infect like multiple people, yeah. yeah. You put it at the end of a golf club and smack yeah. them in the face with it. But that's a discussion for the next episode. Sure. Yeah. Because if you have these flies that can make humans do anything, why yeah. do you so, need to replace them? So, yeah, that's something uh, William can do now. So he got uh, control of the Hoover Dam. Or I guess uh, Hale Loris got 
control of the Hoover Dam. Because now he controls <laughs> the water. <laughs> it's the abyss. Was that he controls. Uh, hell yeah, he oh, was. Um. So, hey, Loris, we don't actually see in this episode. So I kind of jumped the gun there. So, yeah, spoiler alert for the second half or the second part of this episode that we're recording. <laughs> William works for Hale Loris. <laughs> but we also pretty much assume that anyway, based upon the end of last season. How many how many Dolores's are out there still? Okay, this is what I was going to ask, too, because I, well, I was going to ask if uh, if William actually is like William and they did a fidelity or He's maybe it's not a fidelity and it's just oh. like part of William. You know, yeah. Is it is it so Dolores? Have- is it one of the Dolores's? Because they did kill uh, Musashi and they took his head. Did they? So that's a Dolores. Wait, Musashi was Dolores? Dolores. I don't remember Musashi getting yeah. killed, but that doesn't necessarily. I might have just forgotten. Oh yeah, he got oh, cut okay. in half. So, uh, yeah, hamburger notes here. So we got Musashi Dolores dead. Uh, Oloris, the Irish guy, um, he's dead. He got blowed up. Hail Dolores, Hail Loris, yeah. she's alive. They tried to blow her up. Dolores Prime is dead. So we just have mm-hmm. D. Lawrence. Yes. I think is the only one that's still floating around. Him and Dolores. Because, yeah, Lawrence. Oh, Lawrence, I forgot. Lawrence was a hate. Wait, was Lawrence a, is uh, Dolores? Dolores? He's Dolores. He's, uh, oh. So, yep. Guess we should see him later this season. Considering the uh, uh, yeah. trailer uh, for well, this I season, I watched it. I watched it here live on the episode, and it was very choppy. So there's things I missed. I didn't see Teddy in the uh, trailer, but uh, so yeah, let's see. So speaking of Dolores, we're going to jump to the Dolores part of episode one, where it's not Dolores. Her name is Christina. She is a computer. Programmer or a uh, a story a story writer for video games, where she's writing stories for NPCs for a company called Olympiad, and um, she's got a roommate named Maya, who's weird. Um, <laughs> and let's see what's some what's some stuff about this. She's got some. She's got a harassing. A, 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 a what do you call it stalker kind of person who's giving her messages yeah peter yep peter Aida. peter and uh <laughs> saying that uh you know another peter just like oh, her yeah, dad was peter right good call i uh i didn't make that connection um yeah, yeah she's in a she's in another future futuristic uh, New York um, is what we gathered from, I guess, the behind the scenes was the, they shot this in Manhattan and uh, just futurized it a bit. There's a scene with her roommate, Maya, where she has to pick white shoes or black shoes. which is very similar to the white hat or black hat, uh, which, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she has an M- a job writing NPC stories. And some, this guy, Peter is calling her up saying, Hey, you're ruining our lives. Um, so she's like writing stories and it's really happening. And, uh, there's no way this is the real world. 
I mean, it, it can't be. I agree. Yeah. I don't even think it's a park. Like, I think it is probably more a simulation. So I don't is, see how it can be anything the else. Theories. There's uh, there's two theories that I saw <clears throat> that, I, that we're going to get into. Um, but yeah, like one of the main giveaways for this was not only the guy saying, hey, like the shit you're creating is real. That's one thing. The other thing is her poor her. <laughs> Her uh, seeing the maze on the maze symbol on her fire escape. That's a that's a big telltale thing. Mm -hmm. And just the fact that the first time she encounters Peter uh, in person, uh, she gets the guy gets tackled uh, after he attacks her. And then uh, she blinks and they're gone, which is not a normal thing that happens to people. (laughs) Yep. So, mm-hmm. so there's two theories uh, out there. Mm-hmm. One is that Christina is actually Dolores in the Sublime. It's a Sublime <coughs> version of Dolores, like the original Dolores, which makes sense given what we've just discussed so far and what we've seen in this episode and also in the second episode. Um, and the other theory <clears throat> is that Christina is actually the real person that Dolores is based off of. Which, that one I don't know if I buy. There's I, I don't really see a point. line up right for that to work, in my opinion. I mean, they do screwy things with time all the time. Maybe Christina's like way yep. in the past. But even then, um, me doing some math leads me to not believe that one. The Christina being sublime Dolores is definitely solidified to me by the surprise slash not surprise appearance at the end of episode one, where she's talking about how she wants to create a story with a happy ending. And we see outside of her apartment standing on the street, the lovable James Marsden, uh, Teddy flood in season one and two, who was absent in season three, because Teddy flood shot himself in the head because Dolores was a psycho. And I think the last Mm. time we actually see Teddy. So in season two, he is in the sublime, but okay. But the sublime is like host heaven. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, Hey, Loris is running a simulation on Dolores. Because doesn't doesn't the Dolores that actually died, and we know nobody actually really dies in this show, so maybe she slightly <laughs> <mostly>. died, <laughs> but part of her still there, or or the thing where they can remember somebody and bring them back, whatever. But doesn't that Dolores either one have the key to the Sublime? The Sublime is most likely in the Hoover Dam, but it's encrypted. Yeah. He. William can't get to it. They need the key to unlock it. So either Dolores had that key. I can't remember this correctly or Bernard has the key, but Dolores might know where Bernard is. My, my understanding. So they're, they're trying to get clues from Dolores. I guess by running this, her, her through this simulation. I'm not entirely see if sure they can get clues on where Bernard is or why what the key is. The sublime. Well, presumably all the Dolores would know where the sublime is. 
No, maybe all she's the, lonely. Just, she wants her robot she made people. All the Dolores is after <laughs> to join her in the real world into the space. Well, we don't know where it launched. It might have went to a satellite and then to back down to that circle. Oh, maybe you know, I thought the they just put it in random coordinates and it out I don't know. I could never be found. I, th- I thought so. Thought so too. But I don't know. We don't know anything. It's only well. This is this is only the first episode. There's only two episodes total. Yeah. Because like even the things like that happened to her like because she is like affecting the reality around her and i think i think what throws us off a little bit about it being the real world right this is, is your first time those guys yeah. that walk down the stairs and like oh this is your first time i can't believe it or it's but just a i think hair. that's just her kind of remembering shit most of this is all just her own memories of of stuff but it's coming across as mm-hmm. Yeah, or it could just be a red herring. Writing stories and shit. Like, hey, well, this is your first time in Manhattan? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true. Yeah. The other thing is just that this version of, like, Christina's future, like, city doesn't look anything else like, like, stylistically, it doesn't look like the quote-unquote modern-day future of Westworld. Now, I guess that could just be, like, we have, like, the old city and the new city Mm -hmm. or whatever, but mm, it's a... they could be playing around with timelines too. I mean, maybe it is a real Even place, in the and future. this is like farther in the future. Like, I don't think all these timelines, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe these timelines aren't all the same. So, like, especially like, uh, well, third mm-hmm. episode, m- we're supposed to see Bernard. Yeah, because he's all that might be shit. fucking Wayne in the future or something. So, so yeah, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know Christina's timeline. We don't know if she's in the real world. Probably not. It seems likely that Caleb, uh, Maeve, Hale, William, that whole storyline is happening at the same time. Um, And that's just because of how, how events have been playing out so far. They could be throwing us for some sort of ringer, but... The other thing is, why did they, like, they've been looking for Maeve, but how did that lead them to Caleb? Like, why did they go after Caleb then? And, like, how did they find Caleb? Well, they probably knew, uh, well, as far as, like, how uh, Maeve dreams, when we talked about earlier, Mm -hmm. is that they probably had a bit longer history together, you know, so... If they had this longer history together and they fought together during the robot wars or something, then they would know, hey, let's go to Caleb and see, you know, mm. try to get information from him to get to Maeve. Because maybe until, until, because they didn't even know, know where Maeve right. might even, I, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, because like, uh, you'd think they would right. go to he Caleb earlier. So and he's got like a family, so it's not uh, like he's not registered somewhere. Like they can just look him up in the phone book. Yeah. Unless they didn't know that, like, let's say they didn't know Caleb and Maeve were fighting together during the robot wars. They only found out when they got that signal, mm. you know, because that one robot says they got a signal. Uh, mm. and that's when Maeve was like going through memories and shit. Maybe her memories got projected out or something, and they found out that, oh, I spent all this time with Caleb. It's entirely possible. All right, so Mm -hmm. that's uh, that's enough of episode one, right? I don't think there's anything else to talk about with episode one that's important. 
Uh, where do we yeah, go? I mean, that, that was all the big. Th- no, yeah, I don't think so. We didn't see. We didn't see Hale this. Yeah, episode. that's about it, pretty much. Yeah, and we didn't see Bernard in this episode or the next episode. Hey, post-production Tim here. I wanted to take a moment and plug our voicemail options for Watchers on the Couch. You can send us a voicemail. We would love to include your immediate reactions following the latest episode of Westworld, your theories, what's bugging you, etc., and include them in our episode recaps. You can visit WatchersOnTheCouch.com and find the Leave Voicemail link at the bottom. You can also look in the show notes for this episode for a direct link. You can do it right on your computer if you have a microphone or from your phone. So WatchersOnTheCouch.com, look for the Leave Voicemail button at the bottom of the page or the link in the show notes. So episode two, we start off with Clementine getting off by William, who's looking for Maeve, um, which I don't remember Clementine surviving season two. I, th- I think she did. I don't remember that really, because, but I do remember, like, didn't she oh, drag she off, like, Musashi's head right. or something like that? So she did get out somehow. I'm sure. Yeah, I must have. Rem- I, I know I saw that, and I know I must have commented on that. Yeah, I recorded the episode for that. But yeah, but this is super weird. It seem like this like, is Westworld. So, because uh, I don't know that. Well, that's not Westworld. It's a well. I don't know. I thought it was yeah, uh, Williams wearing maybe somewhere game. in South America or something. You know, people are speaking Spanish and. He's, he's wearing the hat. And yeah, I don't know, man. Like maybe <laughs> when he when he kills other robots, or oh, maybe there's multiple Williams. I think that's probably the case. You got fucking, uh, you know, T one thousand William. You know, which just fucking goes and kills business other robots. William. You have business host William. Yeah, business time William. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Terminator William. And then you have real <laughs> William fucking somehow. Well, his neck's all tight. Yeah, so we re- we find out that yeah. William, the human, fucking. we assume, <coughs> is still alive. And he's not. It's fucking uh, him. It's the human. Of, uh, it's the human. It's some kind of contraption where they just put him to sleep Fuckers. and wake him up to gloat. Uh, <laughs> Hail Loris does. That's that's always a uh, yeah. I don't understand what she had to do. She had to inject him first, and then <laughs> uh, whatever. And then the, then the the smoke, the milk smoke has you know freezes him. Cryogenic. I don't know. I guess I guess that's a whatever has to be a two part process, and uh, has to be done by hand on the first part. Well, <laughs> yeah, who knows? But at any rate. Clementine gets killed while William's looking for Maeve, but then we see Clementine later, who is now working for William and Hale. So mm-hmm. basically, they just when they kill people, they just repurpose them. Now it seems. Um, let's see. Seems what else so. Is going on in William Land. Oh, there's other stuff. Yeah, there's that's later in the episode. He's a great golfer. He's a great golfer. That uh, business uh, time, William gets visited (laughs) by the government, the uh, vice president, who's saying, "Hey, 
we turned a blind eye to your stuff, but you can't build a park here in America. <laughs> yeah. And William was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, uh, you know, gives him a driver to the face after uh, the vice president watches him sink like three or four hole in ones on a uh, par three. From <laughs> and that guy never even called. Bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, William, speaking of, so the vice president comes out. Um, they don't want William opening this new park that he's opening. Um, but Delos is opening a new park. And this is, this is, we see this towards the end of the episode. Um, so William has a little speech, um, before he unveils the new park. And he's talking about how 150 years ago, uh, America, uh, had just finished its first great war, dealt with a pandemic, blah, 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 blah. And we reveal uh, the golden era uh, post, uh, post-World War I, 1920s uh, world. Sopranos world. Ye old Sopranos world. <laughs> um, so we're going to have Al Capone <laughs> type stuff going on. Yeah, so pretty much. If you say 100... So 150 years yeah, ago, haha, she? 1920 or 1920-ish, that places our main timeline of Westworld around 2070. Which presumably, let's see, if, if, if we make Ed Harris, Ed Harris is probably in the 70s. So if we say that William's in his 70s as well, that places young William at the beginning of Westworld. Probably in his late 20s, early 30s. So we're looking at 2030 was the start of Westworld. So it's pretty close, Mike. The robots are coming. Robots are coming. Um, so we have a main timeline of robots. An, in the 2070s with William Mave, Caleb Hale, and uh, Clementine. And Killer Flies. Oh, that's what I was talking about earlier. Well... Or I forget, I guess. So you have the flies that can make people do whatever you want. But they're creating, they're replacing people with actual hosts. Mm -hmm. Like this, the senator got replaced and his wife got replaced. Couldn't they just use the flies? So that's what I'm curious about. Maybe, maybe, maybe if you use the fly stuff on people, it's only like temporary it or maybe like it kills you in both after a certain time period episode two, the flies don't actually over. They basically tell your body what to do, but it doesn't seem to have much effect over your uh, mental state because that guy didn't seem to want to stab other people. <laughs> they just wanted to be free and fulfill their yeah, purpose. Okay. So right. I guess like replacing yeah, that, somebody like seems to make when, sense. once you get the flies in you, you're kind of like a, you're basically a drone. So, but uh, yeah. yeah, the Senator that uh, Maeve said that they should go visit uh, at the end of season one, turns out to be the guy that plays the dad in heroes. Um, and uh, gets killed. <laughs> um, well, he gets killed in the heroes reboot. Not in the original mm -hmm. series, which was terrible. Don't watch the Heroes reboot if you haven't seen it. Um, 
but yeah, other than that, other than we that basically all we established there is that they're replacing powerful people with hosts. They're replacing them and their upgrades too. Yeah, so like Jesus Mave had a really work. difficult time freezing their motor functions. So yes. William has made some upgrades and she keeps saying William. Mm-hmm. So that's the confu- one confusing part for, for me. Like she's saying William, like, uh, I don't know. Does she not know actual William as being like held hostage, like human William or, uh, I- does she not know about Haloris? They have a, she knows about Haloris, right? Haloris and may have had a confrontation in season three. I think it was just her and Dolores Prime. So yeah, yeah, from her standpoint, and then right. based on and Maeve is still very much tied okay. to her okay. past in Westworld. So she has a very specific hate for William that seems to carry on. Yeah, well, I mean, well, really, all that makes sense. If she has no idea, like, that there's other mm-hmm. uh, Dolores's, Dolores brain oh, wait, balls wait, 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 or whatever. Wait. No, she... Shit, I don't know. Wouldn't she, she know that? I think she did come across Hale Loris at some point because she questioned whether or not it was Teddy. She's like, is that you in there, Teddy? And, yeah. Oh, yeah, doesn't she say something like, is that But I guess she there, never Teddy? really got a confirmation yeah. whether or not it was Dolores. Right. I don't know. I guess we'll guess we'll see. But yeah, I just thought that was kind of weird, or that the Could timelines be. are different, or something like that. As far as well, like, well, no, the, that doesn't make sense because well, well I guess that might not make together. much sense either. Because um, as no, it doesn't, Caleb and Maeve go hunting for or going to meet with, I guess William or somebody at Delos. But she does, yeah. But I Maeve wouldn't know that William is, you know, being held hostage. And she wouldn't so necessarily know that. I he's guess a that host, yeah. is probably why she keeps saying William and not just that he's Dolores. A, or, he just lives a yeah. long time, right? Um, but yeah, when Maeve and Caleb, <laughs> uh, after they visit the senator, they just they get an invite. Um, and they go to an opera house, which takes them down to a speakeasy. And then, oh, fucking surprise, motherfucker. It's not a speakeasy at all. It's a train car. <laughs> and they're taking you to the park. They're taking you to the new Choo-choo. park, just like young William in season one. And you get to pick a white hat and a black hat. And Caleb says, no fucking mm-hmm. hats. I'm not a hat guy. No hats, Angela. <laughs> And I'm not fucking you either, Angela. I mean, well, I was going to, but fucking Maeve interrupted me. Ugh. Got a freaking cock blocker, Maeve, over dick. here. The, uh... Yeah, he's like, no, I got this emo hair now. I'm not yeah. going to cover it up with a hat. But I was... <laughs> I was thinking, like, man, there's not... Like, when the, when this episode ended, it's like, wait, it's ending now? Isn't it just getting started? And then I was making the notes of like the stuff that happened in this episode. It's like, Oh yeah, actually a lot happened this episode. It just didn't feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I actually felt the exact same way. I was like, Oh, there wasn't much that happened. And then, uh, yeah, so kind of went yes. over it again. I was like, all right, there's a little more to it. Christina you know? who like, yeah, there's, there's no, no way Dolores like, and there are, this is a Christina. new person. There's no way you're not going to carry what yeah. we know about Dolores into 
the storyline for Christina. Like this whole like, oh no, she's a completely new person. Yeah, yeah. it's not going to fly because we spent three seasons with uh, Dolores. The only the only way I would think that like Christina is not in a simulation is if like they just used. I don't know, like, because it could possibly be that it is Dolores. I, I think I mentioned this on our little first intro uh, coming back, uh, that mm-hmm. Christina could be Dolores, like OG Dolores, mm-hmm. like her basic code uh, that Dolores was, you know, not mm-hmm. the Dolores that learned a ton of shit and uh, died. But it could be kind of yeah. her basic code, but just readapted to a modern time. And maybe she is in the park and she, you know, the, mm-hmm. a new park. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's all, all I can think of, but it just does not seem that way, especially because if that was a fucking park, then she mm-hmm. goes and sees, uh, right. you know, that so Peter that was, guy yeah, there, died like a definitely quite like a while a ago. Thing. So yeah, in this, in this episode, so, Christina is very, uh, yeah, we didn't mention this when we talked about season one, that Peter guy ends up throwing, killing himself. Um, <laughs> we, we we totally missed the part part where uh <laughs> and so yeah christina yeah, she's, she's very about that and she's like looking into it because she reads his obituary and things like that and figures out like where he left the money to and yada 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 meanwhile her weird ass friend maya is just downplaying everything she's very doesn't look like anything to me um when it comes to the weird stuff that's going around and it seems like everybody around mm-hmm. her is like that. Um, cause, um, there's the crazy guy outside who talks about like how the tower is doing stuff and only him and the birds, uh, know about it and it's killing people. And then she sees a bunch of dead birds outside of her work building. See, and that's part of the thing that's throwing me off as far as the simulation goes. Cause mm-hmm. it seems weird that there'd be dead birds in a simulation like that. Not that it couldn't happen, but, Mm -hmm. and with that guy talking about the tower that controls shit, right? Like if it was a simulation, why would there even be a tower that controls fucking anything? But, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's like a mix of things like augmented reality. The one thing I wish I was paying uh, attention to, you know, I should have gone back and watched is whether or not, if that's the first time we ever see any birds in Christina's world is (laughs) when they're on the ground. Like are all the birds dead and like no uh, most likely because everybody seems to be just walking by him. Uh, yeah, or maybe nobody in the city just gives a shit about dead birds. Like fuck them, dude. The fucking pigeons, damn flying rats. Fuck those things. They shit all over my porch. But uh, all over my balcony. Yeah, so she's uh she's looking into this. She uh, decides to take a sick day from work, and of which she gets four of those a year working at Olympiad. So it's nice to see mm-hmm. that the capitalistic abuse of the labor force in America has not gotten any better in 2070. Yeah, I put that down in my notes. I'm like four days. <laughs> Like, geez, you know, it's just all right. You do get four days a year. You Fuck know, that guy. <laughs> oh. yeah, there's okay. That, that this, as she Jesus. goes to the mental institution where this Peter guy apparently left his money to, 
she finds out that he died a while ago. Like there's the wing is already built and this place has been shut down for a long time. And she calls her friend Maya up. It's like, ah, it's, it's weird. They got some information wrong. Big deal. It's like, uh, <laughs> well, she also like sees people mm-hmm. in there. It looks like, it looks like construction workers. Like they're remodeling this place. And, and she's like, just that leave. Was, I was, and then I was, what do they do? They leave. Now, is that a coincidence a question, or does she actually first, part of her control? When I first saw that, I thought maybe she was talking to herself and she was telling herself that she should just leave. But then they left. So it's like, okay, well, maybe, maybe. Well, I mean, when I There's first no watched it, I thought it was just like a coincidence, you know, like. Sometimes that happens when you're just like, oh, don't come in here. Don't come in here. Go away. Oh, my Wait. fucking boss doesn't come in here. Just walk by. <laughs> the, uh, and then that happens. Uh, Go away. Bye. Yeah. So that's it. She, uh, she finds the room. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know if it was his room. It was his wing, his memorial wing, um, where she finds drawings of this tower, which, uh, looks very mm-hmm. similar to pictures. Oh, yeah. 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 by the uh, guy in the street as well. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, yeah. wonder if it's that yeah. guy in the street. That was his room. You know, is it going to be like mm-hmm. that? That could have been his room and he got out because that place is closed down now. So he's not getting the mental help he needs. That's why he's on the street. That was his room. She's going to go fucking find him and be like, she she's going to take the drawings saw, with him. Be like, hey, are, these, this is what, the are these the drawings? Oh, look no. at him. It's dumb. <laughs> D- dumb no, I don't remember. God damn it, Tina. Should take the drawings. Dumb Loris. <laughs> dumb, um, dumb Teddy. Let's see. That could, that could probably do it for this episode. We, uh, we've, we, yeah. Uh, William finds out that he's still being kept alive and there's a host William running around. Um, we still don't know anything about uh, Dead William post season two credits. We still don't know what the fidelity timeline is because it seems like that does take place f- even further in the future than right. what's happening now. Now, 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 because that world was blown up from what I remember yeah. seeing. Yeah, at least that's what it. Uh, that's what I assumed, and that's kind of what it looked like. So, I would think. In my my opinion, that's probably the very very end of this story. That's gonna do it <laughs> for this episode of Watchers on the Couch yep. Westworld Edition. Provided everything recorded mm. correctly, and we haven't just been talking to ourselves for the past hour and one minute and fourteen seconds. Um, you can follow us um on social media at various places, and let's just say go to WatchersOnTheCouch.com for the links to all those because i don't remember them all off the top of my head in the show notes there'll also be a link to buy me a coffee you can actually support the show with a one-time donation if you so choose there is a monthly recurring uh donation you can make which you probably shouldn't do that because we're a seasonal show but the option is there if you want to and there are no perks yet because i don't know what perks we could provide (laughs) but i'm thinking about some things but if you want to support the show, <laughs> this is a good way to do it uh, because we don't have ads because um, ads are stupid. 
That said, if you want to advertise on the show, let me know. Cause <laughs> podcasts, podcasts mm-hmm. are free and free to listen to, <laughs> but not cheap to make. <laughs> so that's, we'll do it. Keep questioning the nature of re- your reality. And we will be back next week as we discuss episode three of season four of Westworld. And hopefully we're going to go deep into some Bernard. Oh, yeah, real yes. deep. Real deep into the Bernard. Yeah. Real <laughs> deep. Oh, you left me in this tub for a hundred years. <laughs> All right, Mike, have a good week, and I will talk to you next time. <laughs> bye. Uh, all right, bye.